Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And today the topic I'd like to talk to you about is, what are the property possibilities post-election? Before I get into this particular topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So now that we've got a Liberal Party in government, and um, which was opposed to the potential of having the Labor Party in, um, which were high favourites to win this particular election. So a day after the election now, we're seeing that uh, there's a potential for Labor Liberal to actually get either a majority or have a minority government. So that will play its part in what kind of policies actually do get put forward and if there's any adjustments by the minor parties if uh, minority government is formed. So we've got to think about what is actually all these things going to have an effect on our property markets, on our investing, on our economy moving forward. And I guess I was wary that if the Labor Party did get in, there was going to be a lot of shock to our economic markets and this could flow in an effect of having a recession. So I was a little concerned about that idea of what would potentially happen. And now on the other side, we've got a Liberal Party in place to run the government whether they're major, major or minority, majority or minority governments. We just really have to think about, I guess over the next week, we'll probably know more about this. But we've just got to put ourselves in place. What are some of the things that are likely to happen moving forward? Because then we're able to plan and strategize our next 12 months. What is it going to look like? How do we need to buy? Do we need to sell? Do we need to hold our, hold our properties that we're uh, owning at the moment? Do we need to sell our properties and rent? Um, there is a, a whole factor of thought process that's going to go into not only our investing, but our jobs, our businesses, um, the way the economic future is going to serve our country. So I wanted to keep a close eye on things because I feel like that people are jumping uh, jumping out of the gates pretty quickly after the Liberal win, saying things are going to turn around quickly. But I wouldn't say the same thing. Um, there are some positive signs in the marketplace, but I think there's also some negative signs as well that we need to really be concerned about. So a couple of key points on this idea about property possibilities post-election. Firstly, people are likely to be feel more confident. I would imagine out there on the back of the unwinnable election and Scott Morrison has brought his team forward and they've won the election and probably pretty close to running a majority government. So I think people that uh, voted for the Liberal Party and for, I guess, their economic ways, um, that was probably the major policy or the major forefront of in people's minds about voting for Liberal. So there might be, I, I guess, especially from the, the higher end of town, to actually think about that confidence level. Um, as, we, as we're basically not looking at those changes that Labor were going to bring in, which were negative gearing, capital gains tax changes, franking credits, inheritance taxing, and so forth. So that was a concern, but Liberal is not going to go ahead with that. In actual fact, they're going to look at stimulating some of that first-time buyer movement, and that could have some effects on our property 
prices. So how much is all to, yet to be seen. But I feel that the consumer sentiment and the confidence that's out there is likely to improve. Will that translate in higher property prices or a turnaround of property, especially when it comes to Sydney and Melbourne property prices, which have declined during 2018? We're seeing further declines at the start of 2019. It remains to be seen. But I, I guess the confidence level is the first one that you want to make me think about. And that often generates to uh, a positive outlook, more spending, and also, you know, higher prices and, you know, working on, on that higher inflation level and things actually moving forward as an economy. The second point I'd like to make is that we still have an issue with lending and the ability for someone to actually service a loan. We still have those tough requirements in place from the lenders and from APRA, who the Australian Prudential Regulatory Authority, to put people in a position that they can't lend as much as they could maybe five, six, seven or eight years ago. So that's still a concern. So on a positive framework, the confidence and the sentiment is probably going to be a good thing. On a negative side of things, we still have this issue with lending. And until that is resolved or it there's changes made in this this regard, and it might be something Scott Morrison maybe put a, puts a little push on to get things going in our in our economy. Um, there will be some issues around property markets until those some of those changes are potentially made. So we've got to keep a close eye on that. That's for me the one I'm looking at more often than not. I want to see if there's going to be any change in Sydney and Melbourne property prices. It's gonna to have to come from that. The only alternative is if they immigrate even more people into the country, then you've got a supply and demand issue in, in, in regards to property prices. So, and that will then basically put us in higher prices because there's more demand for the property. The third one I'd like to point out to everyone is we're likely to see more listings hitting the market now. Um, I was a little bit concerned that the people would hold on to their properties even um, longer if a labor government came in or there would be just a spurt of activity for six months until the negative gearing capital gains tax changes were made. But now it's it's pretty much steady as you go. But I feel like there were a lot of people holding off on listing their properties pre-election. We might see those less listings escalate in the coming months. That's what we're likely to see. Are they going to be able to achieve the prices that that they that they are looking at, or are they going to see an uptick on, on buyer activity? Because I guess right now, um, more supply is going to come onto the market. But I, I still feel, uh, and one of the reasons being behind lending and the tight servicing of loans, is that there's limited demand. So we, I suspect that we'll see prices either stagnate for where they are right now, or we'll see a further dip. So the more listings, watch out for it in the coming months. Um, I would suspect that agents will start thinking about some of the strategies that they're going to implement in the next little while to make sure that you know, properties are coming on the market in a regular fashion, not all in at once. But I suspect that this week, real estate agents will have a heightened amount of calls coming through um, for listing numbers. So watch out for that, real estate agents. Uh, you know, as a real estate agent, you've got to think about how you're going to position yourself 
And are you going to take those cream, the cream of the crop properties where people are willing to meet the market price? People obviously with their own places are looking to achieve maximum price they can, but you've got to keep in note what is actually the buyer's expectations or what they would actually pick up those properties for. Is there going to be a lot of competition? And that's where I feel we will struggle with. So more listings coming on so that more supply with a limited amount of demand. That's my concern for property markets in Sydney and Melbourne moving forward. I guess there's still opportunities out there and I feel like there'll probably be even more opportunities moving forward because a lot of people would have been holding back because of the election. So hopefully you've had a little bit of insight into some of the things I've been thinking about post-election when it comes to property possibilities. And if you'd like to talk about this particular topic or other topics in regards to your own personal investing, please do give me a call on 0400-332-377. Thanks for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.